0: It's time to explore wrestling's past and potential future with your weekly
1: dose of a segment we call What If, only found here on the WWE Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the What If portion of the WWE Podcast for the week. We're going to go over a really cool topic and one that's relevant for this year's WrestleMania that could happen with the championships now both of them in the main event of wrestlemania brock versus roman title versus title we all got it whether you love it or not i'm not i'm not of the belief of that but uh we've got anthony DeMarco back with us as always you guys know him from not just this show but the rivalries that drops every single friday so uh anthony welcome back and um this could be something that happens Yeah, well, it seems to be
0: trending in that direction. And that's what kind of makes this conversation relevant, as you just alluded to, because with the results coming out of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view this past Saturday and the champion versus champion match booked for WrestleMania between Brock and Roman Reigns, one has to assume that both championships are going to be on the line. and. I suppose that they could take the road of what happened with Becky Lynch three years ago where she carried both titles until the summer and then eventually dropped the SmackDown Women's Championship to, I believe it was Charlotte, who later lost it, like a couple minutes later to Bayley, who cashed in the money in the bank. But, I mean, I also think that they could take the road of maybe unifying the championships. We saw that in 2001 with uh, Chris Jericho walking away as the Undisputed Champion. We saw it in 2013 when Orton beat John Cena and became the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and maybe they take that road again because it sure as hell seems like they're valuing one championship over the other or have been for quite some time with the Universal title, and maybe this is their way to kind of put all their eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah, it could be. It could be. It be, It could be the way that they decide to not end the brand split. I really don't think that even if they go this road, that they're ending the brand split. I think that would be a horrible mistake for a lot of reasons. You and I have even had, I believe, an episode or two on this particular topic of ending the brand split, and I, I don't. I don't think they'll go that road, even if the goal is to merge the championships. So that's a great precursor to this i'm glad you mentioned that that we're not going to be looking at this as well he could hold separate t- titles also so for example roman reigns wins the match he's they're going to now say he's the wwe end universal champion and he carries two separate belts that's not the scenario we're going to look at even though i think that's probably more likely for wrestlemania but the other possibility we're talking about tonight the one we're going to really focus on is what if they merged the championships right like that that is the one we're going to look at it like what they did in know one with chris jericho infamously claiming for the rest of his life that he beat stone cold and the rock in the same night i remember how angry i was and just like you gotta be kidding me and it is really i think propelled chris jericho's career uh to the next level especially being a heel i remember him like watching videos of him at poolside or whatever uh, with the championships next to him and just being a complete d-bag and it was great and and i remember that very well and like you said in in 2013 with Randy Orton. So that's what we're going to be looking at. And, um, you know, there's, I think, some good and bad to this, right? Because you have fewer belts, and anytime there are fewer belts, if these two merge, I think, no, I know that anything that is fewer in volume, it automatically is worth more, um, no matter what it is in life, and it especially is applicable in pro wrestling. So let's look at the positives of this. If this were to happen and the championships merge, no matter who comes out on top, what are some of the, champ- the the value or the benefits to you looking at this saying, okay, yeah, I think that's a good idea because of this reason? Well, Well, the
0: main reason is that when you have one world champion, it automatically feels more legit. Like you don't have two world champions in UFC. You don't have two world champions in AEW you have one world champion. And that's the one part of this that's always made me kind of think about oh, maybe that's how they should go down this road. But after that, with the way that WWE is set up, I think that they that is probably the only positive, along with maybe also you don't have that constant risk of making one of the championships feel almost irrelevant at times. And I think probably in the last 12 months or so, The WWE Championship has really felt secondary, and we even saw it, let's say, in the PG era with the World Heavyweight title, when they abolished the brand split, and you had the WWE Championship as the far and away the most important title when CM Punk was holding it, and when The Rock came back and he won it and the World Heavyweight title was opening up WrestleMania and having a 28-second yeah. match with Sheamus oh and Daniel God. Bryan yeah. or, you know, Alberto Del Rio's really bad runs with it. I mean, the Big Show had a run with it in 2012. Mm. So those that's the benefit to having one world title because you run the risk of one of them really not feeling important. And I think that even in the last 12 months or so, you've seen that with the WWE Championship, I think specifically when Big E won it. Like, when you had the two world champions in the fall, and one was Roman Reigns and one was Big E, like, did they even remotely feel on par with one another? Not at all. That's the pro pro of it, if you ask me.
1: That's a huge pro. I mean, when you look at this, it's... It's a way, as you said, to have one world champion for two brands. It automatically makes that champion champion feel more important. And you're taking away... Yes, you're taking away a potential storyline for one of the brands because that champion presumably can only be on one brand at a time for one storyline at a time. But it would really cement whoever that person is as the guy that WWE is going to put the 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 weight of the company on where right now it's kind of a split distribution of weight you can have somebody who's wwe champion maybe they're they're not doing so hot they're they're not somebody that you could say yeah that's our guy but yet the universal champion like roman reigns is somebody that you go well that's our true champion that's our guy that we can use as a backup if our other world champion wwe champion isn't working out so well so it, it does provide um right now it provides wwe some flexibility but if they don't and they just go with the one I think people appreciate that more too, because when you have one top guy, it it kind of it, it, again it, it sends a signal to the fans that this is our guy. There, there's no second second person. There's no there's no secondary champion that could claim that they have a title at my status because there's only one. Yeah, there's the IC and US and everything else, but that's still admittedly a, a step below what the this world championship would be. My question to you though is. If they did this, what would they do physically with the belt? Would they keep the WWE championship? Would they bring back the big old gold belt that they had for WCW as the, as the world champion and actually brought it into to WWE for a while? What do you think they would do with, physically with the belt? How would it look? What would they do? What would they call it? Well, well I would just base
0: it off of the track record because when they did it in 2001-2002, um, Jericho held the cha- both titles for about 4 or 5 months I believe and then when Triple H won the championship at WrestleMania 18 he came back with the new look undisputed championship the belt we grew to know as the championship that Eddie Guerrero had and Brock had and JBL had and then in 2013 when Orton won it you had him carry around those belts all the way into WrestleMania Daniel Bryan won the undisputed championship or I believe back then they named it the WWE World Heavyweight Championship And John Cena carried it all the way to SummerSlam, and then he eventually lost it to Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar now then transformed it into the championship we now know as the WWE Championship, and they've held that look for over, I guess it's, oh my god, eight years at this point. So I think that based on history let's say Roman Reigns walks out as the new champion, he would hold both physical titles for a couple of months and then eventually debut a brand new looking title. As to what the new one would look like, I mean, the world heavyweight title would be pretty cool, but I always felt that maybe because that was WCW's championship, it rubbed Vince the wrong way, even though you could argue it's the nicest world title That we've ever seen in any wrestling promotion. But I would assume that they would just make a new championship, a brand new look. And as for what they would call it, I mean, you always get these new names like the Undisputed Champion or the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. But whenever they do these things, and we've seen it done twice in history already... They ultimately just quietly back to go back to it being called the WWE championship. So maybe you'll get some new, cool, like catchy nickname in the immediate future. I think it would ultimately just go back to the WWE championship, because the other thing is, is as I just said, we've seen this done twice already so i think even if they were to go down this road it would only be a matter of time before they reintroduced another world title or brought back the universal title so i guess that's how i would would ask you that we've seen them do this twice already and two times they backpedaled on it do you think that they would ultimately just go back to the well with two world championships
1: yeah oh god i mean they've done it with the brand split they keep I mean, not that it's a every other year type thing, but we've seen them go brand split, no brand split. There's a brand split, but we don't follow the rules. WWE is notorious for saying, "Yeah, this is our this is the last time we're going to see these two in a match ever." Final chapter. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, final chapter. Last time we're going to see Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns, final chapter. Like they, they tell us this stuff all the time, and then they go back on their word, and they they just hope or pretend that we don't care or won't remember. And I think that would happen with the world titles as well. I mean, you'd you you you'd see it for a little while, and then all of a sudden, quietly as you said, kind of under our noses or maybe not so much and they, they feel we wouldn't care enough to care, um, that it, they, would, they would introduce another belt. Yes, especially if they keep the brand split. And I don't think that the brand split is going to end because of this perceived, possible merging of the championships. I really don't. I think that would be a huge mistake uh, as I open with, but yeah, they they have a track record not just with the the world titles doing the, the merging and then suddenly splitting and then they do the merge again and they have a history of that not not just with the belts but with uh, a whole litany of things with storylines and everything else. So yeah.
0: And then this is where you kind of venture into the cons part of this. Yeah. Because I think eventually as we just discussed they would bring back a new world championship because history will tell us that every time they try and do this and merge the championships, they end up just doubling back and going back with a world champion for each, uh, each specific brand. But what I find that they've done here is that they've diminished the secondary world title, the meaning of it, because even the universal championship, and I think that, they've done a masterful job making it feel like a legitimate world title because I believe you've mentioned it several times. They essentially created it out of thin air. They just went poof. Here's a world championship. We're supposed to pretend is more important than the WWE championship or let alone the intercontinental championship or the U S championship. But I think that the initial run with Kevin Owens was very, very successful. You have Brock Lesnar hold that title almost on and off for what felt like two or three years in 2017, 2018. He legitimized it. And obviously the most recent run of Roman Reigns really making it feel legitimate and at times more important than the WWE title. But if you merge these titles again... It will eventually become known as the WWE Championship because that is the main championship, the longest lineage championship, I guess, aside from the Intercontinental, that the company has to offer. So that if you tried to double back down the line and create another world title or even bring back one of the debunked world titles in the heavyweight and the universal to try and put on par with the WWE Championship – It just would not feel as important and would just feel hokey. Like that's my worry with this entire possibility.
1: Yeah, that's a real fear. I mean, honestly, when you, when we start looking at the negatives now um, to me, there's a bigger case for negative than positive. While I'm a big fan of, of fewer championships and I will go to bat on that nine times out of 10. This is the one where I say "Mm, probably not on this. And the reason is, that you have the universal championship that Roman Reigns has done such a masterful job of actually creating awareness about making it feel almost on par with the WWE championship because of how well he's been uh, perceived over the last 18 months. It's August of 2020. They have made it, they they put all this effort into that championship and now all of a sudden they're just going to take that name away and rebrand it as something else. Plus you also have, the the problem that I spun as a positive, that now I'm going to tell you as a negative, is that there's only one world championship storyline going on on one brand at a time. You can't have, say, Roman Reigns wins at WrestleMania, which I actually think he will, by the way. Uh, he'll be a double champion. But if he if they merge the belts and there's no secondary championship, then he is going to be only on one brand at a time. Now, it, again, if they're going to not split the belt, belts and have them separate championships, Roman Reigns could do double duty on a pay-per-view um, and have to defend both belts. But to me, it, it, even then, you'd have overexposure. I wouldn't want to see Roman Reigns on Raw and SmackDown. To me, I like that he's exclusive to SmackDown. I like that he is he is the face of SmackDown. He has become the one of the biggest reasons people watch the show and why the ratings have been so gr- uh, good over the last year and a half. But I don't think that that... Any of this is worth uh, taking away everything they've done to build the Universal Championship and the fact that you'd only be able to have him be on one show at a time and the other show without a championship uh, for anyone to contend for for the next – however long that other program takes to complete. If Roman's on SmackDown feuding with whoever – and there's people on Raw floundering around, but they don't have a top belt to contend for. What are they going to do? Have a tournament to determine the number one contender for whenever Brock or for rather whenever Roman is ready to come over to Raw to challenge somebody? It gets very difficult when you have a sole champion. Yeah, he can float. And that I understand he could float, and I would be totally fine with the brand rules not applying to the to this dual champion or the single champion that got merged. But you you again you, you would have uh, people just kind of floating around with what personal feuds for the next however long it, it creates problems no
0: it does and i think that that's the biggest problem with this is that with the way that wwe is set up right now you know, with the brand split and i think that for the most part they've been fairly decent at following it like obviously with their main stars they're much more loose with the rules obviously set the going over to SmackDown to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. But I think for the most part that they have been pretty solid by uh, adhering to the rules of the brand split. It would kind of muddy the waters a bit about how would you, like, decide when and where Roman Reigns shows up from week to week or whoever the champion would be. And I also think that having a separate world champion on each show, show, it creates, like, this indirect rivalry between the brands and by extension between the championships and i think at times early on in the brand split both in let's say the original brand split in 2002 2003 and the newer one in 2016 you really had both championships feeling on par with one another like i remember 2016 2017 where Kevin Owens had that really good run, and for all intents and purposes, he was the first ever Universal Champion. I know it was technically Finn Balor, but he never even got a run with it. I found that was a really cool run to solidify that belt. And over on SmackDown, you had AJ Styles having his first world title run as a member of WWE, and it really felt that they were jockeying for position the entire time. I guess the only problem with it is is that it always feels that somewhere along the way, Vince devalues one of the world titles and one tends to take over as the true world champion of WWE. For the last 18 months, that's been Roman Reigns over on SmackDown with the Universal Championship. But let's say back in 2017 or so, or let's say during the the pandemic era when they were in um, in the Capitol Wrestling Center, You had Drew as the WWE champion and Braun Strowman as the universal champion. And I don't think anyone was feeling that Braun Strowman was the more legitimate world champion at that time as well. So, I mean, there's also that side of it, but that's more of an indictment on Vince and creative not trying to value both world titles. Like, I think that there was nothing cooler in WWE let's say specifically after WrestleMania 20 where you had guerrero as wwe champion and benoit as heavyweight champion when both world titles feel equally pushed at the same time equally as important at the same time and as such both brands are kind of competing
1: against one another well that yeah so i think your point is is true that at almost at any time the, those championships the WWE and universal almost never feel equal because of the way that they've been perceived and pushed and highlighted or not highlighted or whatever the case may be but i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you know who's holding the belt it's not necessarily the belt itself you know, as you and I have said many times, we—I believe you think the same thing—that it's the guy that makes the belt, not the belt that makes the guy. And a lot of times, WWE tries to do the belt making Absolutely. the guy, and it never works ever. I mean, look what they—they did it with Big E. It—it it was to me not one of the worst runs I've ever seen. Kofi was probably the worst, but it, you know, it wasn't. It's not exactly in my top fifty either. I mean, like, it, 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 I did not enjoy Big E's run, and they tried to push Big E as a champion because oh, he's holding the belt, but it didn't feel like he truly was the WWE champion. It was just kind of there, and he was a feel-good story, and you know, the fans got behind it because he's been there a while. But I think a lot of the perception of when the belts feel equal is who's holding it, not necessarily even if the storyline's bad, but if two people of equal stature and, and um, have you know the same momentum behind them. And they're established stars, and they're quote unquote over. Then I think the belts mean more because of who's holding them. So when you, your example of Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, I mean, I, I always felt they were right on par with one another. I mean, I, I you know th- that was, as we all know, famously I was there in Madison Square Garden that moment I'll never forget, watching the confetti fall, and everyone's obviously seen it on video, and and seeing them hug, which was a very organic moment and all that. But they were to me on par with one another in terms of where they were in the company um where they had scratched and clawed they were they paralleled the hell out of each other's careers and um, we're, we're some of the best in the business, regardless of what you think about Chris Benoit and his personal, you know, uh, obviously tragedy that happened. Professional only is what we're talking here. You know, so my point is, I think it, it matters a lot of who's holding the belts and WWE's inefficiency to create big stars. It always comes back to them, their inability to create big stars big stars and to me that is why more than more often than not the reason why one belt feels less than another
0: well i mean the biggest example of that and i know you kind of disagree with me on this but when they made jinder mahal champion in 2017 i quit watching smackdown during his title reign and it's nothing against jinder mahal but just because i said this makes no sense There's nothing about this run, and I think he probably overachieved, which is saying something, uh, on his championship run, but it made no sense that he won the championship both before he won and after he won, because they didn't even build off of it. I think he won the U.S. title once following his drop of the title, and then he's right back to being a jobber who can barely get on television. And I remember thinking at that time, Like, how am I supposed to be sold on watching SmackDown when Jinder Mahal is the WWE Championship, who had probably never even gotten a singles win on pay-per-view before he beat Randy Orton at, I (laughs) believe it was Backlash, if I'm not mistaken, when you have Brock Lesnar as the Universal Champion over on Monday Night Raw? That's a situation where you can really justify unifying these championships. But then you look back to, let's say, 2005, where following WrestleMania 21, Cena wins the WWE championship over on SmackDown and Batista wins the World Heavyweight Championship over on Monday Night Raw. And then they do that famous swap in the WWE draft where they go to opposite brands that felt legitimately on par. Like, I don't know who I think is the better champion over like over the other one. We had seen that so many times over the years. And I think that is when WWE is at its best because I truly believe that the brand split was one of the best creations, if not the best creations they ever did over the years, because it kind of at least attempted to manufacture the rivalry between WCW and WWF, creating that civil war, the breakdown they did on their own ruthless aggression era. But as soon as you feel make one title feel inferior to the other, it completely devalues the meaning of that title. And by extension, the meaning and the value of the brand, it's on, like over the last year or so, I think that Raw has felt much inferior to SmackDown. And a large part of that is because of the WWE championship not feeling as important. To be fair, I think that Bobby Lashley did a very, very good job trying to match it against Roman Reigns. Obviously, it's a very tough uphill battle, but I really liked Bobby Lashley as champion. But when Big E had the championship, that was just very, very bad. And maybe the tail end of Drew's run with the title, I thought felt very stale. And by extension, it brought down the brand. And I will say that I'm a big believer in having two world titles. I've always thought it was the better move. But when you clearly, clearly, clearly value one as more important to the other, and in this case right now, it's the Universal Championship, and it has been for well over a year, it makes the WWE Championship feel inferior, and by extension, it's made Raw feel much inferior, and that's not a good scenario for anyone involved.
1: No, it's not, and... They clearly, when I say they, Vince clearly didn't trust anybody else to get take that WWE championship into WrestleMania other than Brock Lesnar, and I know it's... I don't want to get into another topic. This is, I mean, this is a different question to ask about, you know, if they should even have this this, this match to begin with. And my answer is no, this should not even be a discussion, but since it's a possibility, it is a good topic for you and I to discuss. But I really think this is a big mistake on WWE's part to bring the belt into this. I don't think it adds anything. It takes away. It's I think screws over the other guys on the roster, all all these things. I mean, I'm going to stop there, but um, I, I, now that we're presented with this option, yeah, this is, to me, I, I I, don't think that they'll merge them, though. It is fun for you and I to consider this, but I think while merging them would be a possibility, I think it's it's almost like you have a brand split. But then the, the championship you have doesn't reflect that, meaning that you, you have a brand split. And the biggest benefit of a brand split is you are supposed to have two worlds in which men and women can compete. And there's more spotlights or more spots to be taken because there's two separate worlds, two separate storylines going on. It's not just one storyline running through both brands. So you would take away that, that other path that – um you would use to build stars because you only have one world champion. So I think it would almost be kind of counterintuitive to doing a brand split. It's like you have a brand split, but wait a minute, you only have one champion. So how are we getting the benefit of having two championship storylines on two brands? The answer is you, you really couldn't because that champion could only be on one brand at a time. So it's kind of, it's it's like, it's speaking out of both sides of your mouth. It, to me, it's kind of... uh I don't know, you're going against your own goal by doing this. So... Ultimately, uh, if I'm going to ask myself the question, and then I'll ask you the question, do I think they'll merge the belts at WrestleMania? My answer is no. I don't think they will, but I wouldn't, I, my jaw wouldn't drop if all of a sudden it came out that, you know, the, the winner will be the undisputed, you know, whatever they come up with, whatever the name of the belt is. Um, I, I would not be shocked, but I don't think they'll do it because I don't think that the positives outweigh the negatives. So I'll ask you that same question. Do you think that they'll merge the belts? And I guess follow-up is early call on who do you think is going to win? Well,
0: I think Roman's going to win. I I just think that that's almost a slam dunk. And not to say that I need unpredictability or a swerve all the time, but I cannot stand especially WrestleMania main events that feel so damn predictable. And it's just because you look at history, right? Like they faced off twice at WrestleMania in the main event. One time, it was kind of like a wash because Seth Rollins got involved and cashed in, and the other time Brock won. They're not going to make Roman Reigns lose again to Brock Lesnar. He's not going to go up against Brock Lesnar three times at a WrestleMania and never walk out as the victor. And, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that Roman has a lot more runway left than Brock Lesnar. Like for God's sakes, Brock Lesnar was main eventing WrestleMania 19 years ago. Like, I think that he's got a lot less tread left on the tire than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the present and probably the immediate future for this company. And as for do I think they'll merge it? I don't. Uh I think that they'll probably hold have Roman hold both championships into the summer, kind of like what they did with Becky Lynch three years ago following WrestleMania 35. But I mean, I don't think that it would be I don't know which way they go with it, but I don't think they'll ultimately merge the championships, because to your point, I don't think they're going to abolish the brand split and they could probably maybe swing it for a few months where you have a dual champion floating between both shows. I think eventually they would have to go back to the well and just go back with the classic one world title exclusive to each show. But your point is well-founded about, like, you take away another path to the main event of WrestleMania. Because think about this. If they had one floating world champion in 2004, we would have never gotten the Eddie Guerrero story.
1: Yeah. Yeah, never, ever. Uh, And one of the best stories of all time, by the way. And to me, one of the most emotional matches I've ever seen while I'm on Eddie Guerrero, just a binge here. If anybody hasn't seen, like, No Way Out 2004 um, when Eddie Grail faced Brock Lesnar and um, Brock was on his way out. Yes, Goldberg interfered in that, but that's neither here nor there. It's not even the point. But that you talk about emotional moments of a match and bringing a crowd into it from start to finish and just great storytelling and legitimate, like real, authentic connection that he had with the crowd it wasn't manufactured he didn't feel like he was trying to play a character he literally felt like latino heat and eddie was one of the most out of out of anyone that i've ever watched in wrestling even more so than say some of the bigger stars like the rock which yeah he's a bigger star but i feel like eddie guerrero was in way in some ways more authentic and my point is before i get on an eddie guerrero whirlwind here go watch if you guys want to feel emotional investment go watch no way out 2004 and of course eddie guerrero uh, when he faced um, and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 20 and uh, anyway um, so I'll I'll leave it there but uh, any final thoughts Well I just had one question for you. Yeah. You know when they say like he's
0: a 16-time world champion or a 10-time world champion that could mean like a plethora of different things, right? It could mean World Heavyweight, WCW, NWA, WWE, Universal, right? Do you think it diminishes being a multi-time world champion when we're talking about several different championships?
1: <laughs> Here's what I've always thought about when they bring that up. I love when they, uh, you, you have men or women, whoever, whatever storyline they they talk about, and they're having a promo against their opponent, and they say, "Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a 12-time champion, whatever it is." I'm I'm thinking to myself, why in the hell? Isn't the person on the other side of the microphone saying, you know, okay, so you're telling me you've you've lost that belt eleven times, right? Like you have lost it that many times. Isn't that worse? You know, like so. I don't know why no one's brought that part of it up that you've lost the belt more than anybody. You know, okay, you've won it, but you can't hold on to it. Clearly, you know, it's such a simple comeback. Um, I I, I think that it. Does it diminish it? I mean, in that respect, why nobody comes back and says that doesn't I don't understand. But with all these numbers that people throw out there, sometimes they're so egregiously high. Like Brock Lesnar this past uh, weekend when he won the WWE championship. I had no idea he was at 10 championships already. I had no idea until they told me that stat. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, Um, but it also is a, a bit telling that, wow, the championship certainly gets around, doesn't it? You know. I don't like hearing these high numbers because that tells you that the championship changes hands a lot. Now, Brock Lesnar's been around for 20 years in the business off and on, not consistently, but I don't know. I, I'm It It kind of depends on the context to me. It's not a, a an absolute black and white yes or no for me.
0: Yeah, I just find it weird like how broad the term world champion has become because in my lifetime – I guess if you count the world heavyweight title and the WCW as separate titles, which I guess they are in WWE's history books, like there's one column for w- WCW and one column for world heavyweight, there's been like five world championships or four world championships in my lifetime. Yeah. So for me, like it's like let's say a guy like Brock Lesnar, like he's a ten time world champion. Well, like how many of those are universal? How many of those are WWE or For Triple H and Randy Orton, how many of those are WWE? How many of those are World Heavyweight? Like, even The Rock. Like, I think The Rock is technically a 10-time World Champion, but two of those are WCW. Like, those are the things about WWE where I think they try to just add, like, a broad like, term to cover everything, but they don't ever really explain it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the differentiation and the distinction between the, the 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 actual championships themselves, right? Like, you're right, we hear, he, I'm a blank X amount of, uh, I'm a 10-time world champion. You're right, it's like, well, okay, but, like, is that is that Universal? Is that WWE? Is that World Heavyweight back when they brought that belt back? Is that also undisputed if you were here that long? Yeah, I mean, I guess when I hear that, If fans like you and I that have been watching for so long kind of take that and go, okay, it's probably a mixture, you know, without actually going back and and looking at the stats, they're not going to break it down on raw, of course, or SmackDown. They're just going to tell you world heavyweight champion or world champion, and they just, to them, that covers all of the possibilities of Universal, WWE, uh, maybe even WCW champion when the invasion happened, world heavyweight champion, undisputed like, I think they just took whatever iteration of the top belt ever existed and just plop it into the the, the umbrella of world champion. That's how I think, that's how I look at it and maybe you do too.
0: Yeah, I I would assume, so I guess my final question to you would be, do you, when you think of All these world titles, I guess, including the WCW, the World Heavyweight, and the two we see now. Do you put them all on an even footing?
1: Do you mean past and present or just present?
0: Let's say Universal Championship, WWE Championship world heavyweight and wcw world title do you and i guess even the ecw mm. championship i forgot
1: about yeah that oh god one. okay well that that to me ecw uh, if, if wwe never brought back the complete abomination of what they tried to do with ecw uh, i mean it's too it's too bad i didn't have a podcast back then i mean i, I would have had some choice words i mean that that was just bad um it, we, everybody knows it it was it wasn't as bad as like the brawl for all that jim ross put together back in, in the late 90s but it, i mean it was bad so um that said, I think I would rank the championships. WWE Championship is number one. Like the WWE Championship, to me, is number one. Um, then I would, I would probably put the the World Heavyweight Championship number two. With um, like when Triple H carried it, It's seeming seemingly for like four years straight. I mean, he was an evolution. <laughs> um, that to me would be number number two. Number three would be the Universal Championship. That Roman Reigns is holding just because I know it's only been around for like a quick minute, but he's that's that's how great he's been. I mean, that's how great of a storyline that they put together, the Universal Championship, because you want to see him lose the belt, which means you care about the belt. So I think they've done a great job there. Um, the the, un, the undisputed championship is a close number three. Maybe it's just not as fresh in my mind, but that's where I put that one. And of course, ECW is um is just a, it's just a it's an embarrassment. What about you?
0: Yeah, well, WWE at the top for sure. World Heavyweight number two, just because of the significance it had and how many WrestleManias it headlined. Uh, I think it headlined four, if I'm not mistaken, 2021 20, and 24 between Edge and Undertaker. And another fun fact is, like, The Undertaker, he actually hasn't held the WWE Championship since 2002. Wow. You know, those World Championships he had in the later 2000s were all World Heavyweight titles. So, I mean, that counts for something as well. Um, And even the ECW, and I don't mean to, like, go off on a tangent here, it's just a bit weird because does that qualify as a World Championship? Because... Technically, that was Bobby Lashley's first world title win, and Big Show's claim the fame was always the only man to hold the WWE, WCW, and ECW world title. Like, I know I'm nitpicking now, but all these different world titles over the years, it kind of muddies the waters a bit when you're talking about this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, that's <laughs> a hell of a, that's an interesting statue about Taker. No, I, he just spends so much time on SmackDown, which is where yep. the World Heavyweight Championship resided for so long. So, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a hell of a, I, I guarantee everybody out there is like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, 2002. That's, that's amazing. So, um. All right. Well, uh, I think we have covered all the bases here, and I really enjoy this conversation. And uh, I just want to be clear: we we don't believe that this is going to happen, but we wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. I'd say, you know, at least I can speak for myself. I'd say it's like a one in four chance that they go with this path and actually merge the championships. Because in the moment, it would feel like, oh my god, they're merging the two to- top belts. But that's to me such short-sighted booking and not understanding the ramifications of what they're going to be doing if they do that. All the logistics of we have one champion with two brands. Wait, we still have a brand split. What's happening? What do we call it? What does it look like? To me, th- there's no need to create that headache. It should just be to me, and I'm sure you would agree, just two separate championships that Roman can now go around with. Now he doesn't, he not only has a stranglehold on the Universal Championship, but he's going to have a stranglehold on the WWE Championship. I mean, I've got my own theories about how that's going to go down. I could see at the end of that match um, people are booing and pissed off that now he he did not only lose the belt, he now has another one. I could foresee The Rock coming out at the end and they're just staring, you know, confronting him, and then they have a year-long setup like he did with John Cena. I believe I'm going from WrestleMania 26 to 27 or 27 to 28. I can't remember um, where they have a year-long build, and they just you know, have a stare down, and maybe Rock gives them a rock bottom. and that, That's how I foresee it because WrestleMania 39 is in L.A., I don't know if that, there's any bearing on that, but um, anyway, I'll give you a, a quick second to respond on that, and then we'll wrap it up.
0: No, yeah, I agree. Well, I think it's a slam dunk regardless what they do, when I do think it will take the road that you just outlined as two separate world titles, and eventually they would get broken off, but uh, yeah, I agree 100% that it will probably lead to a rock Roman Reigns confrontation, because it just feels like that's inevitable
1: at this point. Yeah, it's got to. It just, then there's a whole discussion of, well, should The Rock win? He's not a, he's not a full time guy. I mean, the, the guy, there, there's just so many damn things to, to get into. Um, you know, and, uh, I think that we'll get there when we get there. We're about four. Four steps away from that but uh anyway thank you so much uh, you know as always it's it's just great talking to you we have great chemistry and i really look forward to hearing your rivalries guys if you haven't checked out rivalries you're doing yourself a disservice go check out rivalries it drops every single friday uh, with a, a new as you guessed it rivalry that he covers and um i really recommend you do it and of course you can share your social media if you want
0: yeah, you can catch me on Twitter at @market25 and as you just mentioned every Friday here on rivalries and uh, the latest one was JBL versus Eddie Guerrero so be sure to check that
1: one Ooh, out. Oh, that's a Oh, Texas bull rope all that. Oh yeah. Good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. That's when JBL first turned heel and uh yep. yeah, yeah, that very good stuff. I'll, I'll leave it. I won't spoil it. It's a it's a well-done review. You have some great audio in there as well as always and uh, check it out guys. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll be talking next week.
0: Yeah, man. Talk to you soon. All right.